Welcome to the Audit 15 Fund podcast. My goal of this podcast is to bring relevant internal audit topics to the table at least every 15 days. Today, I have the honor to have as my guest, Nicole Thompson. She's a Director of Compliance and Internal Audit at a healthcare organization. Welcome, Nicole, to the podcast. It's an honor to have you on. Thank you, John, for having me. I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Yes, absolutely. You did a great presentation at the Ignite Conference last October in Vegas, and I watched the presentation and decided to invite you on because I really enjoyed the presentation and the topic that you had there, which was boss versus leader. So I think that's, I think a lot of people can relate to that topic. So let's level set with the audience here. What's the, what's the difference between a boss and a leader? That's a great question. Yeah. People typically kind of like blend the two topics together. I like to go back to the dictionary, kind of like the pathway. When I look up the word boss, it's all about authority. Right, the pathways where someone is actually above someone else as far as reporting lines and structure. I get that. And then when I look at the word leader, it actually led me to the word to, to lead. So I had to go look up the word, what does it mean to lead? And it meant to actually to remove obstacles along the way for someone. And I was like, oh, that was, that was pretty good. So uh, a boss. Obviously, as someone who's assigned to you in a reporting structure by the company, this is the person that you're going to submit your time. You know, want to get out from the office. They're going to approve your your salary. You know, all those administrative things. But it does not mean that that person is going to help. Doesn't mean they're going to remove obstacles along the way to help you achieve your job and your responsibilities. So I would say that is a really great delineation. Say, hey, this is the boss versus the leader. I started my career, I say my work um, experience since I was 16, and I've had many bosses in my life, okay? But the amount of leaders, I could count on my one hand, I may have a half a finger on the other, and the boss was, technically, I hate to say it, it was known enough to remember all the bad experiences. I can run out some names, the company, but, oh, they did that, they did that. But the leader, it's like it takes me more time, but it's like it's also good. It's like a really good meal. Um, that person did that for me. That person did that for me. And those are long-standing relationships. That a lot of them, I still have relationships to this day, you know, over 20 years. So does that kind of help as far as the boss versus the leader? Yeah, awesome. I So that's, to summarize here, just some key words that you mentioned there. Yeah. Boss, authority, leader. Yeah removing obstacles i i think that's a yeah that's a that's a great definition there so nicole to let's let's go a little bit in more detail into those two the boss and the leader and i want the the audience here to get some maybe some practical takeaways you know maybe they are in a leadership position and they're like what should i do more and what should i not do so on the what should i do more what should a good leader do do to be a good leader? Yeah, I would say start with a goal and a rule. Do unto others as you would have them to do unto. I try to apply this principle. I'm not saying I'm a perfect person, you know, parenting and dealing with 
people in general, but also apply that to leadership. If you don't want your leader or boss, whatever they are, to do this to you, would you want to do that to someone else? That sort of thing. I get it. You know, this corporate America world, post-pandemic, supersede everything, but it's so great to just take a time out and just say, okay, um, you push paper. You know, um, many of us, we're not in the medical field where someone's about to, you know, stand the cast away, whatever, but split practice. But we can take a minute and then say, okay, what is it that's the best path to do this? Even if you have to give negative feedback. Um, when I was in Vegas, I mentioned a story where I had a, a, a boss who gave me some feedback uh, on a report that I did not do so well on. I was very, during a very critical time in my life. I was going through a lot for my family. And she was going through a lot as well. Uh, and having that feedback literally thrown at me like trash, it devastated me. It really did. But I took a step back and said, okay, what are the lessons I can learn from this? And I mentioned to myself, okay, so when I lead my people, I do not want to give them feedback in that manner, uh, where it's disrespectful, where that it will actually, you know, evoke emotions that is not necessary. Um, I believe respect is always the first thing to start off with, no matter what you have to say or do someone. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that, that's good. And I, you, you kind of got into my, my set, my final question for okay. you here on what you should right. not do, but I, I think you, you, you had a good example there and I, I've heard this before and I, I think, I believe if I don't. If I'm not mistaken here, I believe I heard that from your presentation as well, that people will remember how you make them feel versus yeah. what you say or what you do, right? Yeah. It's it's about yeah. how you make them feel. So it's, you know, regardless, like you don't remember maybe the exact words of what that person said, but no. you just remember that feeling at that moment. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that came from my Angelo quote, by the way. Yeah, which which is a segue to the to my final question here. What should people avoid doing at all costs so that they're okay. not a bad boss? Oh, I have that key answer. Uh, do not operate out of the most. You know that is something I really. And diligent and working on. Do not operate out of emotion. Emotion can put you in a whirlwind of wonderful, I call the term wonderfulness. So it can lead you in good paths to lead you in bad paths. I, I'm always a firm believer in taking some time out. If it's just for a minute and think, okay, what does I have to gain? Uh, even when you're upset, you know, I know that I've experienced times in, in my career where people, you know, send those wonderful emails. Email everything. Everyone knows to man the CEO, CFO, CIO, and it wasn't necessary. Why do we have to take it there? You know, by default, um, as a human, with my knee jerk reaction, you want to like come on out. You know, you want to come at them. But even if that means just walking away and walking around the office for a minute, and and just get a cup of coffee. I don't drink coffee, but get some water. Cat with somebody, you know, that lady sits in the corner while I've got a good story about her grandchild, cat, and just kind of decompress. Um, because I create out emotion that the chill world when because last thing you want to do is evoke, uh, embed a story in someone's theory, uh, where that 
that can really impact not only their professional life, but also their personal life. Um, that story I had mentioned when I was in Vegas, um, which they did that, 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 I still remember that to this day. That's happened quite some time ago. And it really wasn't necessary, but I still understand and what she was going through a lot, you know, and I was going through a lot. But thankfully, I've, I've never done that, you know, to any people that I reported to. And I've gone through things, obviously, but I know that if I'm in a, in a moment where it's just, I'm not, it's not my time to talk, I may have to reschedule a meeting. You know, I may have to put this off for a minute. Let's have a kind of a, uh, a just a nice foundation of mental stability before we start communicating because you don't want to uh, break somebody's spirit. You don't want that at all. Yeah. Love the answer. Yeah. It reminds me, I had a, an author on my podcast. Her name is Cy Wakeman, and she wrote a book called No Ego. And it talks about okay. real, reality-based leadership. And it, it mentions exactly what you just mentioned there, Nicole, which is yeah. try to try to leave your emotions aside when you're a leader because you need yeah. to you need to be fact based, right? You need to. You do. To... It's so important, John. It's so, we forget. You know, we, we work and we do these jobs and we're wonderful, but people are human. They have other responsibilities for being employees. They are their husbands, their wives, their moms, their dads, their 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 pet moms, pet dads. You know, <laughs> there's so many other things. I just had a pet, so they're working on that new new role of mine, but. You know, um, you don't want to break somebody's spirit. You don't want to be, you know, a story for someone to tell at an I conference. They don't want what? What's just what? You know, that was wild for me, but you know, God bless her. You know, we all have pathways in life. We all have things to do. And, you know, bringing up all that wonderful emotion, we don't need to give people hell over themselves. It's so not necessary. So. Yeah. That's yeah. a perfect way to, to end the episode. You don't want to be a story. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you don't want to be a story. <laughs> All right. I, thank you so much. Really appreciate you participating on the podcast, You're Nicole. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.